Welcome to a special emergency podcast of Titanic Minute. It's our daily podcast, but guys, today it's a special Sunday night episode, April. For some people, guys, the you know, midnight some, boys are risen. Yep, midnight boys uncut. This is this is going unedited out into the world. No, um, no fooling either. That's right. This, so I'm <laughs> this three days later since our last episode aired will rise. And enter the world unencumbered. Mm. And, what I'm uh, saying is that it's Easter. Oh, oh. Okay. And when you see three sets of tracks behind you, that is the Midnight Boys that were with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so today's special bonus episode is on the Titanic Minute Mush Madness bracket. We're going to announce the winner. We're going to go through the bracket. People have been wondering, what are the Midnight Boys' opinions on this? I guess, and uh, and we uh, (laughs) think that was a good qualifier and an accurate one. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, this is April Fools. A lot of people, a lot of a lot of podcasts out there, they try to fool people on this day, but we just deliver the content, just more content. We are genuine. Mm -hmm. We are. Uh, I do know uh, a certain midnight boy who was fooled by a podcast prank. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Please ask Rob. (laughs) <laughs> the uh, online venues what how he got fooled let's just let's let's be like genuine let's ride that pony and uh let's start with this bracket before we get to the winners duff how did you select these songs uh well i think anyone who's listened to this or tombstone knows that i have a weird love fascination uh whatever you want to call it with songs connected to movies like not not like you know goodfellas or something like that where it's a previous pop hit um i am really interested in songs that were maybe written specifically for a movie or became big because of it yeah and this was sloshing around in the old brain for a while as most productive people do um and i i think that the peak of the soundtrack uh the big songs for movies it kind of coincided with that peak of the big record industry excess like right before napster yeah when it's like cds or 20 bucks and Mm-hmm. They're just, but still selling gangbusters. Uncle and Sam the, Goody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the music video was still a dominant format. It had lost some of its luster, but like TRL was still a huge thing. A kingmaker, you might say. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the mid to late, actually all of the 90s was kind of this long stretch of huge movie ballad songs. Uh, or movie songs in general. You had this in the 80s too. But I yeah. feel like it was mass, like the the peak of sales and saturation was kind of in the 90s. And this is, well, uh, I mean, so much so you chose 32 songs <laughs> for this bracket. I feel, it, I feel like, I don't know, you really think it was bigger in the 90s than the 80s in terms of, well, sales is what you're saying. But do you think cultural well, I, impact it was? Because a lot of these songs, I'm looking at them, 
and not very many of them are really closely associated with the film that they're from. I would say less than half. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can have the argument and talk about it. I, I, I think there's an argument to be made either way. I don't think that they're any less like when, you know, you think of the eighties, like the really big ones I think of. And if you're just doing ballads, you know, there's like purple rain. And I guess if you're just doing ballads I was, and there's I uh, like, uh, because I'm thinking and, of like Caddyshack had oh <laughs> that song uh, the, was that the, uh, by um the Kenny Loggins Kenny Loggins yeah, and Kenny then Loggins uh, heyday in the eighties Kenny, and, Kenny Loggins and, and, was the king of the soundtrack in and the eighties National Lampoon's Vacation was um was a guy from Fleetwood Mac right oh yeah, it was uh Lindsey Buckingham Holiday yeah. Road that yeah, song sucks. So I, I think we're gonna have an opinion on a few of these songs. So, I have yeah, much, I, I much more passionate opinions about music than I do about music. I'm much more likely to get upset during this podcast than like any of the other we're ones. We're gonna disband the Midnight Boys by the end of this. So anyway, yeah, I mean, it, it's either the '80s or the '90s. The '90s are funnier. I'm not gonna dispute that. Yeah, and I feel also. I feel like by the end of the '80s. And then firmly into the 90s. Would you say it was the end of the road? I would mm-hmm. say, <laughs> yes. But that was for you had you had this weird, just corporate synergy gone mad, <laughs> and you you started to see this around like the late 80s, where it's like, hey, you know, it would be good soundtrack for a Batman movie. <laughs> it would be Prince. <laughs> I don't. Do you th- where was the music industry as co crazy in the nineties, late nineties, as it was in like the late seventies? Uh, Probably not. In I don't the 80s. know. Have but you ever read the book by that guy that ran? Was it uh, that ran Warner Brothers? Um, David Warner, the guy who played Lovejoy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, I, I'm not. It's not ringing a bell off the top of my head. Um, all right. I'm gonna, but well, I I would almost guarantee like to read it because I will always read or watch documentaries or anecdotes about how crazy the music industry is. So one more question before we jump right into the bracket: How this is the biggest question you've had? I know how you know how did you do the seating? Uh, there was no originally. I thought okay, we'll do it by uh, sales of singles. Because this is the pre-Napster age, or, I, or initially I thought, all right, what if we do either Billboard Run or sure. uh, sales of singles? And even it's impossible to figure out like who's actually right. Even when you look at the RIAA database, it's a nightmare. Some, it's yeah, it's just the everything's unclear. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And Rob actually said, just do it by box office gross. Yep, and just box office mojo has that info it's really clear i I think for all intents and purposes it turned out pretty well yeah there 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 were some that didn't make like uh i will always love you was a very low seed and we got questions about that and that's because the bodyguard didn't have a huge box office take yeah it was i mean it it had a i mean it was a over 100 million dollars but compared to some of the monsters you have on here i think it was like a a 12 seed yeah so Uh, out of 32 we sort of did it one through 32 yeah, but I, at the end of the day, I think it more or less reflected kind of like their popularity and their pull. It was, I think it was more right than wrong. Yeah. So I, I was satisfied with it. All right, so guys, I've got, think, I've got the book. All right, I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give this my a big time endorsement, and it's called Howling at the Moon. 
the odyssey of a monstrous music mogul in an age of excess. And this guy loved cocaine. <laughs> Who's the author? Uh, the na- the subject is Walter Yetnikoff. Oh, and- yeah, he is a he's a legend. Uh, he, so he, I know Walter Walter Yetnikoff. So he um has a lot of really great stories. I read this several years ago, but I mean his most of his his stories he talks a lot about Michael Jackson. So if you're a Michael Jackson fan, you'll enjoy kind of hearing this guy's perspective. He was sort of the head of the music studio. I don't know what that have been. Ah, uh, CBS uh, Records. Yeah. Yeah, I just looked it up. Um, I mean the big names just off the bat. Michael Jackson, Billy Joel, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Cindy Lauper, Bruce Springsteen, Barbara Streisand, Weird Al, Gloria Estefan. Okay. So and he has this weird way of taking credit for like some things that turned out to be big hits in the 80s where you can't disprove him. <laughs> but like my favorite one was that Bruce Springsteen wanted to put out Nebraska. And the record company was really nervous about it. And they're like, you can't. Um, like it's not going to sell. I mean, all of you, every, all of you that have heard Nebraska know why a music yeah. company would be nervous about that. And he's like, eh, "You got to let Bruce be Bruce." So then I let him put it out, and then four years later, uh, "Born in the USA" came out, and that was one of the biggest selling albums of all time. So I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he just. I'm looking through his uh, Wikipedia. He pursued Paul McCartney and persuaded him to gain a deal that put the X Beatles North American catalog on CBS. So yeah, uh, good gut instinct on that guy. <laughs> All right. Well, we should get into the, t- so anyways, a little music industry, uh, kind of a gossipy book that I'd highly recommend. All right. So let's, let's try going through this quickly. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, but here we go. We're going to start at the top left of the bracket. If you haven't seen the bracket, if you're new to this, uh, go to Titanic. If Minute. somehow miss the like 800 social media yes. posts we did uh titanic minute.com slash ballads we'll have a page with the final results in this podcast embedded on it um okay so top seed we had my heart will go on from titanic obviously versus till i hear it from you uh which is the gin blossoms from empire records great song terrible film I don't even think it's that great of a song, to be honest. Well, hold no. on, maybe not not great song, good song. I like it's it. Fine. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, it, yeah, it's a good song. It's not one that I, you know, ever once in a while want to listen to or get stuck in my head, but I listen to it again. I'm like, yeah, I, I really like the Gin Blossoms. One of my first CDs I bought was New Miserable Experience, and I still think it's a really good album. Um, so uh, my heart will go on does win this, but it ends up being it wasn't a lot closer than you would have thought, Duff. Yeah, it only won by was like something like fifteen percent, and at one point it was less than five percent. Wow. Let's be real here. Yeah, let's if do I'm it. in a, if we're on a, if we're in a car, yeah, we're on a little bit of a road trip, and I switch off. My heart will go on for till I hear it from you. No one in that car is going to complain. My heart ah! will go on is not really that good of a song. It's a fun song. You to don't want to. You don't want to. Well, it, it, it's cheese so only because it's so cheesy. Like no yes. one actually likes that song. I think we're gonna. I, I think we might want to save this yes. so we don't run out of stuff for future episodes. I'm just saying that Celine should have gone out in the first round if we're really <laughs> just basing this on song quality. Okay, let's let's. Any other thing would keep going. I think we. I think I think Duff's right. We gotta. We, my heart will go on is going to be what we talk about. We're going to be credits. talking about that a lot later on. So, uh, uh, a lot of I think there's a range of opinions on that. 
next we have uh falling on the left side. Actually, let's let's uh let's go by the matchups. So let's go. Can you feel the love tonight from Elton John in The Lion King? Wait, what's we're, going? On? We're uh, we're going by <sighs> by just already here. changed it. I know. Uh, so we have uh, verse Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton from the movie Rush. <laughs> Has anyone Eric, ever close seen the that? window. <laughs> Just close the window. Has anyone, wanna... has anyone ever seen the movie Rush? I never even heard of it. Isn't I've it, heard of it, but I've never I've seen, seen it. I've seen the music video for the song, and I feel like there's something about bull riding in that movie. <laughs> well, that kid was running around in that hotel room like a bull in a china shop, oh, let me oh. tell you. Uh, I, I I will say this. I do like Tears in Heaven. It's it's all it's a terrible song. No, I I think it's, it's good. awful. It's, it's just pretty maudlin. I wish uh, they would have put the song in the 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 movie Rush from a couple years ago about the race car driver. Oh. <laughs> it would have been very bizarre. Um, okay, the so, movie Rush. Uh, it had Jennifer Jason Lee and Jason Patrick as two cops in the 1970s who go undercover. Um, they become drug addicts themselves. Sam Elliott's in it too. Failing to get the evidence need needed, falsify evidence. Mm. I swear they got something. in too deep. Are you saying? I guess so. Mm-hmm. Greg Allman's in it. Whoa! You know, I just realized. So you mentioned Rush, like no one's seeing Rush. So that movie made seven million gross, which is more than Empire Records, which apparently only made two hundred seventy-three thousand dollars. I mean, the... no one saw that in the theater. That That's. Was... Yeah. I didn't realize it was like literally nobody. Yeah, that it, it was. <laughs> that was like Fight Club. Like, like anyone who saw that in the theater is either a liar or seen every movie in the theater. Yeah. Uh, so can can you feel the love tonight wins? I'll be honest. I really like the Lion King soundtrack. I do not like that song. Wrong. At all. Incorrect. Uh, it's. I, I actually am not huge on it. It does know. the same thing as My Heart Will Go On, but better. Uh, I mean, it is a similar level of cheese. I just think My Heart Will Go On still sounds good. Where can you feel the love tonight? Like, uh, I don't I, know. I honestly don't have strong opinions on this song. I. I it's good. I understand why people like it. I, it's not a, a all timer for me. I, f- I think it's funnier. Bottom of that soundtrack. Like bottom of that soundtrack for if I rank the movies, the songs in The Lion King. If we're really gonna get into the hot takes, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of The Lion King in general. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of same thing. Like yeah, it's it's all right. That's fine. So would you say that like can you feel the love tonight is the, on the ground floor? And the rest of the soundtrack is like 20 or 30 stories up. (laughs) (laughs) I will say there, there are two really dark entertainment industry jokes that I will never get tired of or be above. One is Eric Clapton's like what toddler son falling to his death. And the other is John Landis helicopter jokes. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, listening to Tears in Heaven makes me want to jump into helicopter blades. All right. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. R.I.P. Mo- Vic Morrow and those uh, Vietnamese kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's, go to, let's go to the three seed. We have uh, When She Loved Me from Sarah McLachlan from Toy Story 2 uh, faced off against Till... Uh, I'll remember. No, I'll remember. <laughs> Till remember. I'll remember from Madonna in the movie with honors. Okay, of that's no Sarah one knows Ma- those songs. That Sarah McLaughlin song is uh, uh, pornography for suffering. <laughs> <laughs> I think all Sarah McLaughlin songs are that in my mind. 
Yeah. I can I, only think of animal uh, rescue groups when I hear, yeah. I hear the name Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. I, uh, I, I despise it, to be honest. I, well, this was written by um, um, the guy that always does the Pixar movies. Randy songs. Newman? Yeah, Randy Newman wrote this. He should have sang it. Yeah. <laughs> and she should have sang Short People. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that Madonna song is pretty good. It's really good. It's really good. I, I couldn't. I it, tried to listen to all these songs before I voted, but that one I don't. I think I only listened to like ten seconds of it. I, so I I listened to the Spotify playlist stuff built on the way to Easter dinner and back today. <laughs> I'll I was remember at how good uh, I'll remember is. I'll remember is kind of a forgotten song from a very forgotten movie in which Joe Pesci plays a homeless man who holds Brendan Fraser's thesis hostage. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, pretty good cast there. Interesting yep. premise. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'll watch it. We'll watch it. If we get oh, 200 survey results, we'll do is, with honor special on, episode. Is that even on Blu-ray? Like, or get alone DVD? Like, I don't I'm know. sure it's on DVD. The only thing I remember, and the only reason I remember the song, is because there it was one of those standard music videos, like My Heart Will Go On, where it's, oh, the man. film is cut into it. All right. I watched so much MTV in the early 90s, and that's why I know a lot of these songs. So... Uh, when she love me wins here, but we sounds like uh, Vidal's in the, with honors. What the heck? Sorry. Sounds like we would we would least Duffner strong. I'll remember stands. I, I there's n- no bad songs in this one. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't like that when she love me <laughs> song. But okay, because uh, you're a monster. Well, that might be true. Uh, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Another Celine Dion uh, song. Uh, don't forget Peebo and Peebo Bryson. He, I, yeah, Peebo. It's Peebo. And Peebo Bryson, I don't know anything about Peebo Bryson except that he was involved with two massive Disney songs. What's the other one? He was on Whole New World. Oh, so. okay. Oh, yeah, he's right in the next. Okay. Peebo sure Bryson enough. and Regina Bell, who I don't know anything about them. So, uh, Beauty and the Beast uh, was up against Stay. Great I song. miss you by Lisa Loeb, which is a very good song. And to def- uh, I have to uh, put this in because um, my wife Molly it, it was a huge fan of the song "Stay," and in the bracket had it winning the whole thing. Is that correct, Duff? Yes. <laughs> I think if it if it could have gotten out of, it, I think it eas- would have wiped the floor with the, in the next round if it could have so gotten past Beauty and the Beast. There was a point where "Stay" was going to eke it out. And this is where the shenanigans came into play. And yeah, there. I. That's another upsetting thing: the ballot, uh, lack of ballot integrity. There, <laughs> all, all of a sudden, with like hours to go, I think it was something like twelve new ballots came in after like you know it just kind of been trickling. Like we'd maybe gotten twelve in a day. All of a sudden, twelve new ones come in, and they're all the exact same mm. picks. Which I don't know the statistical odds of that, but uh, you know who it was. Who was it? Was it Chad? You? Who's Chad? It's hanging Chad's man. Uh, <laughs> all right. Me, Jokes me. from 2000, everybody. <laughs> oh, hey, that's you know right after this bracket was hey, done. You got any songs. lockbox jokes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, good thing that Al Gore invented the internet, so we could do this, huh? So, how about that, Elliot? All right, Rob. Gonzalez? Rob. Rob, you got to be quiet for two minutes. Well, then, what do you, then nope. you guys won't say anything. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Duff to defend his decision to allow those votes because I wouldn't have. 
What did that change the result of this one? It changed the result of two. Apologize to Lisa. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lisa Loeb. Sorry that you're. She seems like a really nice insane. lady with a good sense of humor, and she wrote a, a much better song than Beating the Beast. Although Beating the Beast is fun too. Yeah. Uh, the entire Lisa Loeb album Tales that this is on is very good. Mm. So there we go. We all those all those royalties should so be because of this. Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, like Barry Bonds, has an asterisk. Okay. And it, so <laughs> so it, it uh, so it it's won. problematic both for irregular voting and for the gender politics of the film. Yes. Uh, next matchup we had a whole new world from uh, uh, Peebo again and yeah. Regina Bell from Aladdin. And that was against, sorry, I'm trying to. Brian Adams, here. Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman? That song is so bad. That it's so is, funny. <laughs> it's so is, funny. It is ter- It is terribly funny. <laughs> I, I love it so much because it's so bad. His voice is just awful. His uh, songs awful. are just Brian universally cheesy. <laughs> and terrible. the music video for this song is so funny. And it, the title of the song sounds like a dare. <laughs> <laughs> now, relationship expert had a whole new world winning the whole thing. I believe is that correct? Uh, wow. I think he changed his. I think he got he chickened out. Um, th- I'll say this for uh, Rob's wife: you know, wi- go big, and yeah, she did. Lisa Lope. Uh, Jamie, chicken. Yeah. Well, we know that. <laughs> uh, are so- you saying he couldn't commit? To his first yep, pick, he could not nope. commit. I'm Interesting. Pretty, let's see what he changed it to. We can. I forget. So, um, yeah. uh, have you ever really loved a woman? Did lose. <laughs> <laughs> did lose to a whole new world. That's too bad. Um, <laughs> I want that numbers, to go on ironically. <laughs> number seven seed. <laughs> number seven seed is "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith oh, from Armageddon. A crime against, um, against all oh, humanity. Which, Jamie went with what many people thought was a pretty safe bet, at least for the the top, uh, the final two, Kiss from a Rose. Mm, mm, it's a good pick. Much safer. Th- good pick. Much safer than uh, Whole New World, though. Yep. So, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, Aerosmith, was against Save Me by Amy Mann from Magnolia, which, for my money, and I don't think this will get a lot of pushback, is the best song on this list. Uh, it's different. Like, this, uh, it's very hard to be like... Hey, how does Save Me compare to Kiss from a Rose or something? It's, it's, it's better is the answer. Uh, uh, I would say it is. Yeah. It, it's it, definitely top three. Yeah. It's it's of a whole Best movie on the list, too. Uh, yeah. I don't, even if, I don't think anyone was surprised at this one. Yeah. So, uh, but it lost, Save Me lost to I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, which is a powerhouse. Um, well, we'll get to. Let's let's hold off on our takes on that. I think. Uh, you, uh, let's let's keep going down the yep. line. This is gonna uh, be like five hours long. Kiss from a Rose, the eight uh, seven seed from Seal from Batman Forever, uh, was against When Love Is Gone by Martina McBride from the Muppet Christmas Carol. This, this, Great song. It it is. Um, mm. Shut up, Rob. I skipped it today when it came on. What's, it's. It's. I will say that I think a lot of people know that this song was actually not in the original theatrical version. It was the home video version. Mm. Uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg thought that kids would get bored during that song, and now everyone loves it. So Jeffrey Katzenberg doesn't have good judgment. I may. I will say this. 
when I was a kid and I watched the movie on tape, I did fast forward through that part. Yeah. So he actually was right. <laughs> but as an adult, <laughs> now that I've been hurt many times <laughs> and done the hurting, I've, I think the song is great. Yes, uh, it's a very well done song. I this one was the, it's the, well okay. I'm sorry, I interrupted. The Martina McBride treatment is not great. No. See, I don't really know off the. T- I don't know that I've listened to her actually sing the song. I only yeah. know it from the. Oh. It's a duet in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, it's Michael Caine, and I forget the name of the actress. I, I don't like. Well, Martina no, McBride. it's not Michael Caine because it's the younger. He does version. sing one verse, I think, but but oh, anyway, it maybe it, does your yeah. I'm sorry. Um. This one was on the verge of getting cut because I think originally I wound up with like 40 or 42 songs and mm. like there were just some where it's like, uh, these are even weird and not remembered by the standards of this. And this, sure. this one was right on the edge, but I threw it in because I knew it just anecdotally. I knew a lot of people love it. I love it. My wife loves it. I, so that's why I got in there. It's I'm guessing you got steam rose. I got steam rosed from Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> I mean, there's no shame in losing to that song. No, that's a great song. Um, okay, so then uh, the eight seed is "You'll Be in My Heart" by Phil Collins from Tarzan. God, uh, which actually, I actually kind of like that song. Uh, uh, wow. Against again by Janet Jackson, which is also a good song. Again is a very good song. I hate this Phil Collins song. I mean, also a funny music video, folks. If you're is curious. it yeah it's again bad. is the right choice here i think but you'll be in my heart ended up winning guess that disney power guys well I, i've never again, seen tarzan it's not good i haven't either i just, i know the song um yeah. this was Our, another one this was not a big surprise again is largely forgotten um uh, much like janet jackson is more than she should be i was listening I to say uh, she's forgotten but Runaway by Janet Jackson she, is she a jam I really love. She isn't as remember. She isn't remembered as much as she should be. I'd say. Yeah. But I she, mean, she's you know she was still. She still she's plays still, arenas. Yeah, she's still a, she still makes headlines like. Yeah, I suppose. Um, um, and, oh, let's keep going. Okay, so then we have um, uh, everything I do, I do it for you, by oh. Brian Adams again from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. But that's not all. Oh, no, you're right. That is all in this case. I'm sorry. I'm mixing up with a different one. And that um, was against um, <laughs> God, Bla- Blaze of Glory by Bon Jovi. Are we sure that Guns. Brian Adams and John Bon Jovi aren't the same person? Say that again. You're Are we sure that Brian Adams and John Bon Jovi aren't the same person? How dare uh, that's you. a good question. How dare you? <laughs> I do like Blaze of Glory, though. I And I also... I, I I like Blaze of Glory, but this is the best Brian Adams that this is the best Brian Adams that Brian Adams can do. I think is everything I do. I do it for you. Uh, I, in theory, I should like this song. I just I don't like his whiny voice. I. Joe, you're a Prince of Thieves stan. <laughs> well, what do you think about this song? It's not, I I've watched that movie all the time when I was. A, it's a terrible movie, by the way. <laughs> it's extremely bad and also racist, but um. Well, it is a great movie when you're ten or twelve. Yeah, because they're in tree houses and shooting arrows and stuff. It, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, it but is everything you want in a movie when you're that age. Exactly. But uh, so I've probably seen this movie at least fifty times in my life, wow. um, but only probably once as an adult. Okay. I I had no memory of this song. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> really? Really? I, d- I don't that remember. Was... Like, I probably fast forwarded through it. Or is it in the credits? It's in the credits, I, I... think. But oh like, yeah, so, so it's in the credits. So why would I have ever watched it? It was, it was a huge, huge man. I mean, yeah, was, but why would I? Why would I be listening to that? In what what listen, year was that? Nineteen ninety four. Everything Brian Adams did, he did it for you, Joe. Well, I I mean, how do you know like any of these songs are like you know at that age you wouldn't really be interested in? Well, like, some it, of them played during the movie, so that helps. I, and like, I, okay, for example, like Lisa Loeb, that music video was. Just constantly on MTV. I remember and VH1 the I remember at that the Brian Adams at... video was on all the time. I remember like people in my like grade were really into the song. It's, yeah, I I, I didn't have cable growing up. I didn't have cable till I was like a junior in high school. You just so, like, referenced not... a music. Video. No, no, but I that was that came out this uh, a summer. I stayed at my grandparents' house oh. and they had cable. So that I, I had like a I mean, one three month window where I watched a lot of. It MTV. wasn't like you know, my heart will go on or. Uh, kiss from a rose big but it was a very big song yeah yeah i don't don't have any memory of it really uh okay let's move on number uh number oh anyways let's uh everything i do i do it for you won that um i think i mean the blaze of glory song is just a perfect song for young guns too it's like it's also like pushing the ballad theme but it is a ballad in the like original sense of a ballad in that it's a story yeah it's you know that's true where it used to be ballads were young guns too (laughs) It used to be that ballads were like story songs about, you know, murderers and thieves and things like that. And yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point, Duff. Um, num- number 10, Secret Garden by Bruce Springsteen from Jerry Maguire. And that was up against Because You Love Me from Celine Dion. Um, I'm going to say this. This is the best Celine Dion song. I love, I really love Because You Loved Me from the Up Close and Personal soundtrack. Uh, the best song on this or in general? like The, the best, my favorite Celine Dion song. Uh, you are objectively wrong because the best Celine Dion song <laughs> yeah. is It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Yeah, that's... You it, are objectively tough. wrong. I have really good memories of visiting my aunt and she had this on tape or CD and I'd be in her car and that song would come on and I remember being like, this is a good song. I really it, like this. It is a good song. song. You're just still wrong that it's the best yeah. one. Um, another mo- an- very good song. another movie that is very forgotten. It was Robert Redford and yes. Michelle Pfeiffer. In um, they I don't do they work for it was either a newspaper or like a cable news network. Yeah, there's journalists of some sort. Yeah, and they have a torrid affair, and then in the end, doesn't he end up? Uh, spoiler for a 20 year old movie everyone's forgotten about. He ends up dying, uh, reporting in some like yes. war zone or something. Yeah, I believe you're right. Um, so, uh, Secret Garden, uh, wins Secret this. Garden's a great song. It is a great song. I, I don't think I knew this song, to be honest. I mean, I like Springsteen a lot, but I don't, like, I listened to this and I was like, oh, this is a really good song. And I don't think I remember it that it well. It was originally, yeah. it, it was never on an album properly. Yeah, it was, only, it was on his greatest hits album. Okay. Yeah. But, and, uh, and that album out. came out like a year before Jerry Maguire and the song didn't do anything. And then Cameron Crowe put it in Jerry Maguire. This was one of those songs where there was dialogue mixes of it on the radio. Oh no! And yeah, I'm sure if you go to YouTube, but well, I will say the way I felt listening to Secret Garden in Springsteen is how I felt when I listened to I'll Remember by Madonna. Where I was like, oh, this is really good. This is a really good song that I didn't know from this prolific artist. It's used very well in the movie too. It is um, actually. What else? Okay, so number 11, we have uh, Colors of the Wind by Vanessa Williams from Pocahontas. That and fun. Th- 
and that was against uh, All for Love. <laughs> Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting from Man. the Three Musketeers. I'll, I'll never, I can never repay Duff for sh- sharing that music video with me. I get which, irrationally angry at that video. It's, it's three of the worst people in the history of music it's, hanging out and having fun. It's everyone's. <laughs> it's someone at the record company's like, hey, let's get everyone's suburban mom's favorite artist together to mm-hmm. record this awful sappy song and then let's do a music video where a good what two minutes is just them palling around let's find three guys who are so dull they couldn't cut through a loaf of soft bread (laughs) (laughs) and then have half of the music video them just hanging out (laughs) how much did the three of them hate each other do you think I, I don't there, really, There's no I, way those three egos Brian were Adam, the same. Brian Adams seems nice. I think yeah, Brian, yeah, that's true. Brian so Adams is probably a nice guy. But yeah, right? I'm sure that like Rod Stewart had to be like get a per diem. Like he would not even like Do you think he let Brian Adams look him in the eyes? <laughs> Only when he was peeing. God. Uh I Say that for the R. Kelly. Well, I don't want to start a fight. But well, But yeah, this is a terrible song by Three terrible people. By, well, Brian Adams isn't a terrible person, Brian, but he's I, Brian a Adams, bad musician. He's not my like cup of tea a lot of the time, but he, I, I'm not. He, I don't have anything against him. He seems like he works hard. He doesn't seem <laughs> like a dick or anything. Whereas Sting and Rod Stewart just suck balls all the time. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> uh, so uh, I will say that if you think I'm sexy song or whatever that Rod Stewart did, that song's funny. <laughs> yes it is yes it is but n- i Some don't of the faces song there's a couple of faces songs that are good yeah well, the faces I... are uh, I, th- i'm not super into them but yeah the faces are beloved and it seems like they should be staying in the police not my thing no uh, there's some there's some there's some good police I, stuff i yeah. used to be really into the police not as much anymore but i i get that but ever since all those killings <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. Oh, wow. That was a Joe joke right <laughs> yeah. there that you busted in. That was good. Uh, once once Sting got into the, like... Himself? Englishman in New York, soft rock type stuff. It's pretty bad. Um, he's doing an album with Shaggy now. That's a reggae album. It's out now, isn't it? Is it? Uh, oh, well, God. I, I, I actually, no. It comes, it comes out on 420, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, All right, let's move amazing. on. Okay, yeah. Uh, so the uh, so I will uh, I will always no. I'm sorry. Colors of the Wind won that. Uh, I I think I might have voted for All for Love here just because it's the most like it is it is what I think of to some extent. Yeah, I, I think, I think of, it's like, the poster the child. It's the poster child for this type of song. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. But Colors of the Wind is obviously much better. Uh, I will always love you by Whitney Houston from The Bodyguard. Uh, and that was up against uh, To Make You Feel My Love by Garth Brooks from Hope Floats. Here's the thing, Garth. Your stuff's not on Spotify, so I didn't give this a yeah. listen. You could listen so, to the Bob Dylan version of it, though. Or the Billy Joel version. That's true. Um, how funny is it that Garth Brooks started a streaming service just for his music called Ghost Tunes? That's pretty <laughs> amazing. It's a ghost town yeah. now, I bet. Uh, oh man! So, so I'll always love you. Uh, obviously, let's, let's won just that. go forward. We're going to be talking yep. about this a lot. Uh, this used to be my playground by Madonna in a league of their own, and that was against. Um, 
Oh, sorry, guys. I'm trying to find where this is. Uh, exhale, Shoop, Shoop by Whitney Houston from Waiting to Exhale. I really like Exhale, Shoop, Shoop. I always have. It's It, it had a surprising amount of love online. Um, I, I don't really have super strong opinions about either of these songs. Same. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't like the Madonna one that much. But, um, okay, we'll move on. There's not a whole lot more to dig into there. Uh, oh, God. Um, we have Changed the World by Eric Clapton. Which sucks. Oh, that my song. God, it's so bad. That song is bad. Um, verse End of the Road by Boys of Men, which obviously End of the no, Road wins that one. No, no contest. contest. Um, and I, um, I think the three of us have talked about this and are all in agreement Eric Clapton has to be the most overrated of the baby boomer rockers, right? I his solo career is very bad, but he I some of this has, cream stuff I like a lot. I, but I, I, and but I'm um, saying like Derek just Dominus. under the name Eric Clapton, which is like 1972ish onward. Mm-hmm. Like, dude has not done anything good after uh, the Derek and the Dominoes album, which is great. But then after that like just does this like i like wonderful tonight if he's god rob i do i like wonderful tonight it's i guess i liked it in cocaine thousand times what that's unforgivable cocaine yeah i like like oh that's a that's his worst song probably like his dumb cover of uh i shot the sheriff i do not like that that much Uh, anyway Um, so yeah, uh, all it takes for Eric Clapton to get inspired is to try to sleep with somebody else's wife or his son to fall into some pavement, <laughs> or or drugs. I mean, yeah. just that he's the worst. Being a good guitarist does not make you a good songwriter. That's 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 true. Um, and uh, obviously, obviously, uh, end of the road wins this. Um, now we have "How Do I Live" by Leon Rhymes from Con Air. Um, and that, <laughs> that actually was might against, be the best movie on this bracket. <laughs> Will you be there by Michael Jackson from Free Willy? So I have a question on this stuff. I did a little research on how do I live. So it was the Trish Yearwood version that was on Con Air, right? Yeah, this was a very weird situation. In that, like, this is the bigger hit, but the Trisha Yearwood version was in the movie. But I think when most people think of it, they think of this version. So it was okay. a, a subject. It's weird. Like, I, I forget why there were two different versions by two different white ladies. <laughs> and they, and that one, that beat, uh, Will You Be There from Free Willy. Which is the correct choice because that Michael Jackson song is bad. You're not wrong. This, but I, I still, I don't like, I don't, I don't like How Do I Live either. So I chose MJ. Well, that just shows you how bad that is. That like, it, this this was the dangerous era of Michael Jackson, which in retrospect, yeah. that was the first tape I ever bought. And it's not very good. There's a couple no. of yeah, good songs, it but it's not good. No, it's not. Um, and now we have, this is the closest matchup coming up. So how do I live moves on there? As I mentioned, the, this is the last first round matchup. We have, I believe I can fly by R Kelly from space jam versus Iris. Uh, by Goo Goo Dolls from City of Angels. And Iris wins here in Hot Take. I think it was the right choice. Uh, mm. I'm not a big fan of the Iris song, but I think it's, I don't know what it is. I, I, I think objectively it's a good song. I think objectively they're both very good songs. Um, yeah, that's true. R. Kelly comes with a lot of baggage, and I think he lost for that. Um, I don't know if that's fair or unfair. <laughs> 
We're not here to judge. Actually, that's what we're doing. Um, all right, um, so now we we go into the second round, guys. So now we're gonna we can fly through this a little faster. Yeah, so we've said. we'll start at the top of the bracket and just move on here. We have my heart will go on versus Iris. Pretty big matchup in the second round. Tough hurdle for my heart will go on. It does win. I would have. I like Iris on here still. Uh, I think the correct song won. I don't know if it's the better song. If that okay. makes sense. That makes sense. Um, everything I do, I do it for you versus you'll be in my heart. And everything I do, I do it for you wins there. I think that's the right choice as well. Uh, I wish both could have lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Beauty and the Beast uh, with Celine and, and Peebo here versus Exhale, Shoot, Shoot by Whitney Houston. Another good matchup. Beauty and the Beast wins this one. Yeah. So we have uh, two Celines in the Elite Eight. Yeah, um, pr- good good songs all around. I think the right one won. Uh, I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston, versus A Whole New World um, from Peebo and uh, and Aladdin, and I Will Always Love You wins, which we're going to say that a lot as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let's move on to the other side of the bracket. We have Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Um, versus how do I live and can you feel the love tonight wins here? Which I'm very you know, I'm not a fan of that. This. I am. I was personally upset about this. I voted for can you feel the love tonight? I'm, I did too. I don't even like that song as we went over. Yeah. Uh, how did you live with that result? Tough. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Rob joke there. Yep, we're trading. <laughs> uh, Secret Garden against Kiss from a Rose. Secret Garden is a great song, but you're not going to stop Seal. Stupid. Two, two great songs, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, no losers here. No, no shame in losing to that song. No. Mm. But you, you, you don't, you don't. You're not a Kiss from a Rose fan, Joe. It's okay. I don't know. It's the it's same no as started. pretty much all these songs. I mean, Bruce Springsteen is my favorite artist. So obviously. I here, here's. I mean, he's my favorite artist too. But I would say it's a great song. Not the greatest Springsteen song. This is this is the best Seal song. Let's let Seal have this because it's all he has. That's true. Uh, so when she loved me versus end of the road. Thankfully, end of the road wins. But I mean, I have different opinions on McLaughlin. Uh, I mean, they're both good. Mr. Lilith Fair over here. Both good songs. <laughs> Lilith Fair '99, baby. <laughs> At, uh, Canterbury Downs, Minnesota. <laughs> and then rounding out the Elite Eight. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing with another tough matchup here. Uh, beats Colors of the Wind. Terrible. So our, our Elite Just Eight awful. is uh, My Heart Will Go On, Everything I Do, I Do It For You, Beauty and the Beast, I Will Always Love You, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, Kiss from a Rose, End of the Road, and I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. And I want to compliment you, Duff, because that feels right. I mean, I don't dis- mm. I don't agree with all those, but like if you told me these are the eight songs... I'd be like, you know, none of the, they're all if kind of they, past the smell They test. are all very popular big songs from that era, from the 90s. Yep. All right, guys, here we go. To get into the final four, My Heart Will Go On versus Everything I Do, I Do It For You, Celine is Victorious. Right, so I think we one. all assumed that was going to happen. I think she's yeah. probably the most picked, that was probably the most picked song to win in the bracket. I think about half the people, maybe a third of people, picked her to go all the way to number one. At okay. least, I, I think almost everyone picked her in the final in the final four. All right. Uh, so she goes on there. Uh, and let us know, Duff, if any of these are like incredibly close or anything. Uh, 
Beauty and the Beast versus I Will Always Love You. Celine could have faced herself in the final four, but rightfully, I Will Always Love You wins. Yeah. Um, so uh, it kind of turned out that the left side of the bracket ends up with a uh, all-female half of the final four. And then some stuff happens, guys. Uh, Kiss from a Rose versus Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Kiss from a Rose wins. I think that's the right pick, but um, I'm I, think, a, I, I think that's the correct pick. Yeah, I'm fine. And with then it, yeah. let's let's get mad online. <sighs> End of the road versus I don't want to miss a thing. This was surprising. I don't want to miss a thing. I was surprised this. by this. I was too. This song's terrible. It's not a good song for a rock band. I'll say that. And it's it not might be the worst song band. in the bracket. Argu- um, arguably. Maybe. I don't think I'd go that far. but It's arguable. I, I... Well, the thing is, like, the songs that are probably, like, worse aesthetically, you know, like like the Change the World song or something like that, you, yeah. you also have only heard Change the World, like, 1% as much as you've heard I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. So it's probably easier to tolerate any other song on the list than listening what? to Steven Tyler's just I think the Tarzan, Phil Collins song. song might be my least favorite song <laughs> or the Have You Ever Loved a Woman song. That but, song is really bad. That might be worse. Those, yeah. I think those are my two bottom. But this, yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I really think this song is, is and one of the a, worst that, songs ever made. That's a it, so- it's just awful. It's a solid argument that you said it's the worst. Is it is is what's bigger? Do you think Armageddon or the song? Uh, the Armageddon, song. Armageddon was a pretty big movie. I think. Yeah, but I, the song lives on. I know. <laughs> no Every, one yeah, talks about that movie anymore. It's on cable all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, but it's it's. Which I, one I, is more, more more culturally resonant at this yeah. point? Like the Aerosmith song is. Yeah, I think it is too. I mean, this is their biggest well, song. Look, right? it, they it, made it to the final four. It is the only number one hit for Aerosmith. Yeah. Well, I wish they would hit a good. You know what? Instead. This is a song they should be remembered for because they suck. Yeah, they're There's really bad. Uh, they were good. And sorry, 70s. middle school Duff. Um, that era of Aerosmith is pretty bad, but '70s Aerosmith when they're on drugs is pretty good. Hmm. All right, so we have all male on the right side in Final Four, all female on the left side. Although Steven Taylor Tyler looks like a grandma now. That's true. So. He's, <laughs> He, by the end of uh, by the end of 2018, he'll be on the left side of the bracket. Um, oh God. <laughs> we have uh, Celine Dion versus Whitney Houston to go to the championship. This is, I mean, I I think we all assume this, this is, is just two titans going to determine the winner. Two titans, yes. Um, uh, both uh, lives related in some ways to flooding. <laughs> I. I knew you were ma- you were gonna read that was a stretch right there. Right? That, that was boo. I, for, I'm not saying it's it could have been funny. Yeah, I know. No, both I, had uh, you, waterlogged you careers at times. <laughs> That's even worse, Rob. You it, didn't improve it. Uh, made it worse. Cut your mic. So I can I say this? I'd be really interested to hear. Obviously, this can't happen, but it'd be fun to have them trade songs here. Do you oh. think either would be better if Whitney sang My Heart Will Go On and Celine sang I Will Always Love You? Hmm, I mean, these are two iconic voices. Um, I mean, I think they're both talented enough that oh, they yeah. both could I, do it. I'm trying to think of like which one improves the most. I think My Heart Will Go On might actually improve. I think so, too. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good one. What if we flipped Kiss from a Rose with I Don't Want to Miss a Thing and had Aerosmith do Kiss from a Rose uh, <laughs> and Sealed do I Don't Want to Miss a Thing? I don't, don't want to well, miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing would improve significantly with Sealed. That's right. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I think that somewhere, I mean, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing is it's a Diane Warren song and she's written lots of songs. I think it's in theory an okay, possibly great ballad, but it's just not a rock song. It's not meant for Steven Tyler. If you watch the video, like Joe Perry looks really bored as he should be. (laughs) Aerosmith has, think about this. They have two guitarists for this song. (laughs) Like what are they doing? Cause there's just, so, so the winners on, on these two matchups end up being Whitney Houston, I'll Always Love You, versus this is the most shocking result of just, all of them for me. Was it close? I, Kiss from a Rose. It was, what was the final? Loses to I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Shocking. It, shocking. I am shocked. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> what are you doing? Why do you On hate- what planet? Explain it to me. I, I, here's, are, are, did people just pick Aerosmith in their bracket? So they're like, well, it's a worse song, but I got to vote for it, so my we, stupid bracket wins. There was, I think it's the silent majority, Joe. Because, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like there, we had some people who uh, would brave the comments uh, when Seal lost to say that they like the Aerosmith song. Is uh, it racism? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what are they thinking? Um, hold on, I'm trying to find the the numbers for what they were. I mean, it's hard to find that out. It looks like uh, "Kiss from a Rose" has been certified Eight. gold in the U.S. No, I meant in the voting. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Um, yeah, what are you talking about? Rob? It it was but, cl- it was close. I don't want to miss a thing. One by nine votes. One hundred two wow, to ninety. Come on. Wow, it was close. You know, vote early and vote often. Just what you just so you got to do. Um, <laughs> all right, so then we have our final matchup, which I, I don't think there's going to be any surprise. All here, those people but... should have to get a blood transfusion from Steven Tyler. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> or kiss them. They have to make one of the two oh, choices. Gross. I mean, he's one t- of the two. <laughs> just make sure you got your hepatitis vaccine. Either way, among oh other God. things. Um. <laughs> Just some more Boston trash in our life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where is Seal so, from? Uh, in, the British, ocean. Isn't he? <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know where Seal's from. I, I know. I know he is. Oh, he's a British. He's a British yeah, singer and songwriter. I'm just wondering if he's where. Uh, Paddington. Oh, in like London. the bear. <laughs> he's 55. Uh, hmm. uh, so the finale we have. I don't want to miss a thing verse i will always love you i don't know who won this duff which has duff told anyone uh no but he told me well rob went in and looked yeah (laughs) (laughs) so by duff told me rob logged in gave me (laughs) credentials no it's uh the winner to i think no one's surprise is uh i will always love you it was it was a thrashing it was 80 percent to 20 percent I mean, it's a pretty big combination, right? You take a Dolly Parton song and you have Whitney Houston sing it. That seems like you're going to do was, well there. It, I mean, it was bigger than the original. It was massive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fun fact that I actually just learned uh, the other day, they were talking about Dolly Parton on the radio. 
uh, Dolly Parton is a pretty shrewd businesswoman. And yeah. this isn't this isn't news, but uh, um, none other than the king, Elvis, wanted to cover this song. Um, and I think 1974. Um, but Elvis's uh, manager and if you want to talk about music scumbags their <laughs> few rival ter- uh, Colonel Parker um, he basically said uh, Elvis wants to cover this uh, and you would only get 50% of profits if like he basically said yeah we want 50% of the profits if Elvis does this and Dolly Parton said no and she later got much more money than signing part of it away to elvis than she did with whitney houston hmm. but both uh both people who wanted to sing it died in a bathroom yeah <laughs> interesting I thought you were saying that steven tyler died in the bathroom and i was like he well, probably will there's still time yeah um <laughs> so uh we can talk about who won the tournament yeah let us know before we wrap it up who won the tournament and also uh let's just give the name of the bracket just in case since this is going out to everyone besides steerage and then also uh, how many total votes did we have on this oh you mean all together i all together i don't yeah. i think the most in one round was 256 or so something like that it's over a thousand probably had that. yeah probably I, over a thousand votes between yeah everything. cool um but uh so we uh seal uh, Seal really dealt a lot of people, myself included, some blows in the yeah. final. I had the whole final four right. Yeah, I I was also I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have the last two. It's gonna be Whitney and Seal, and friggin' Aerosmith, <laughs> my former favorite band from seventh grade, but yep. comes back. <laughs> so the I'll go from five to one of the twenty six people. Uh, number five, and this is rather impressive because I think at one point she was in like second or third to last place is Heart of the Ocean Melissa at number ah, five. Nice. Congrats. Uh, okay. Number four was uh, Molly, not uh, Rob's Molly who picks Another day, a different Molly. Molly. Okay. Uh, number three, and who's been kind of at the spot the whole time is uh, Tyler. Tyler has never. Oh, nice. TJ. Yeah. The. Uh, the top five has kind of flipped around a lot, but he's always been there. Some people from Spooner do have brains. <laughs> <laughs> and number two was uh, Emma, who mm-hmm. she's also been a, a stalwart in the yep. top five. So those two have kind of ridden this whole thing very well. And number one, who gets all the bragging rights and who until uh, the Aerosmith seal debacle, it was Tara. Congratulations, Tara! Great you work. Won, you won Mush Madness. Uh, you um, get to have uh, you get free babysitting from Eric Clapton as a part of your prize. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so the bottom five. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, there are twenty-six <laughs> total entries. So this would be uh, the twenty-first lowest was uh, uh, Brian Adams Superfan Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Below that was uh kate below that was heart of the ocean rob oh the champ uh the second to last is sinking feelings own caroline ouch and then Mm. last with the bracket title r.i.p celine picking (laughs) picking stay by lisa loeb to go all the way mrs rob 
Molly. Oh. Your wife. <laughs> she was the last place. Well, you know, hey, memorable bracket. Yes. Are you going to leave I, her? <laughs> Again, no. there's no... I'm going to stay. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a good thing that you probably didn't win, win, want to win that baby sitting prize anyway. So. No, yeah. it's not Worked a great present. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well... I think we can uh, we can end it on that. Yep. Nothing else really to go over. Uh, special bonus content. We deliver it an hour, almost an hour of this nonsense. Thank I don't you. Know Thank you to this. everyone who voted, got mad online, um, sent us threats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, people got very upset. Really? This voting no, on, I missed, on, I oh, you, you quit Facebook by the seal debacle, and there, there was a lot of a uh, lot of anger. That's good. Um, which is why I think it was the silent majority. Yeah, it must have been. All right. Well, well, we'll tr- we'll have to. If I, I'm going to try to think of something like this that we could do at the end of the podcast, because um, I thought this was a lot of fun. I have a few ideas, but I'm not ready to share them yet. Oh, you got some All more? Right. Kick them around. T- yep. All right, let's um, wrap it up. I think we're good. R- yep. And uh, we will... <laughs> in a few hours, you're going to have a new episode. So whatever. This is the most recent live thing we've ever done. We've got a big week. I'm pretty excited about um, tomorrow's episode, Monday. Me t- yeah, me oh, too. We, get the, we get into the good stuff, baby. Mm, get that explicit. Mm. All right. <laughs> Uh, All right, we'll be back next time you listen to an episode. Bye.